ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local then, local now. Member FDIC. All right, it's time to roll. Welcome into The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'm your host, Paul Swan. We are here today until 6 o'clock. We'll get your phone calls and your texts in a little bit later on this hour. Back in studio today. Yesterday, we were at the Union Pub and Grill. We're going to do that again on Monday. Get back to our normal schedule. Baseball allowing. And we do have some baseball action to get into tonight as well as, of course, there's some football action to get into. We've got it all for you. So welcome into the Thursday, October 14th edition here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. As I mentioned, we have a lot of action tonight, including football, the NFL in action tonight. We'll have that on our sister station, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. As your Thursday night football game is going to be Tampa Bay at Philadelphia. And that's going to be on Fox, the NFL Network, Amazon, Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340. So you got plenty of options there. And, of course, coming up tonight right here on ESPN, 94.1 and AM 930, we've got the National League Division Series between the Dodgers and the Giants. Game 5 is coming up tonight. That game right here, first pitch is set for 9.07 p.m. It's going to be televised on TBS, but if you can't watch it, of course, we always invite you to check it out right here. We'll have the broadcast for you. Series tied two games apiece, and you know that the Giants and the Dodgers, this is a storied rivalry. This is rarefied air right now. We've never seen postseason action between the Dodgers and the Giants, especially like this, and it's wrapping up in a Game 5. Now, if the Giants win, they're going to host the Braves in Game 1 of the NLCS on Saturday. If the Dodgers win, they're off to Atlanta, and they'll be facing off against the Braves. Braves will host. So this, of course, is a game that I'm sure a lot of Brave fans are watching. I'm sure the Braves are watching as well because you would rather host. And I don't know if you have really other than home field advantage any other advantages here I like both these teams so this one should be a fun one tonight and again we've got it for you right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 and as I mentioned football has shifted only to Cat Sports 93.3 and 1340 I'm going to try to keep up with all that tonight because we also have college football tonight I'll look a little bit at Navy at Memphis and now, Navy at Memphis, this is going to be some fun American action. And you play on Tuesday nights. You want to get some of that better TV money, you play on Tuesday nights, you play on Thursday nights, you play on Friday nights. And that's what Marshall and North Texas will be doing on CBS Sports Network. But if you want to play on ESPN and you want to play on those weird nights, you do it because you're going to get a better TV package, right? I mean, Navy at Memphis, ESPN. I mean, the MAC will be doing MACTION real soon, and they really get into that. And Georgia Southern taking on South Alabama. That's coming up tonight as well. 7.30 on ESPNU. So 
college football action. For those of you maybe not a big fan of the NFL, me, I'm going to be flipping around, keep an eye on Navy Memphis. I just want to see how Navy's improved. I love Georgia Southern just from a rivalry standpoint back in the day when Marshall and Georgia Southern would meet in the Southern Conference. So I want to see that one a little bit. Funny, I'm not going to watch the MLB probably. I'll listen to it. I think that's going to be my radio game tonight. Because I think baseball is the radio sport. I really enjoy baseball sometimes more just listening to the radio broadcast. It's the radio sport. So I'll keep an ear on that tonight. You know, keep an eye on college football, flip over a little bit, watch uh, the NFL as my schedule permits because uh, as my schedule permits uh, includes action in the National Hockey League. Now, the games that you are probably most interested in and also can watch if you don't have ESPN Plus or one of the RSNs, Arizona at Columbus, the Blue Jackets opening things up. That's going to be on Valley Sports Ohio, 7 o'clock. Pittsburgh's at Florida. And that's coming up tonight at 7 as well. Going to be on AT&T Sportsnet Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh looked pretty good, didn't they, against Tampa? They looked pretty good. Seattle's at Nashville, and that's going to be on the NHL Network tonight at 8 p.m. I include Nashville because for some reason it feels like Nashville is a go-to destination for a lot of people in the tri-state. It feels like when I hear people talk about things, oh, we're going to Nashville. Okay, it's, a, it's an easy trip. I guess so, going to Nashville. So I'll throw in the National Hockey League, Columbus, Pittsburgh, and Nashville, and maybe sometimes Carolina. Carolina maybe, the if you're going to root for a team. I don't know if you're going to root for Washington as much. I know there are a lot of Washington football team fans in the area. I just don't know if that extends to hockey. Maybe it extends a little bit more to baseball with the Nationals. But does that extend with the Capitals? That's a curious question. I'll throw that out there. And, of course, you can hit us on the text line. I'm going to open that up here for you in a moment. 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. Of course, you can also join us on the White Claw phone lines this hour. 877-420-TALK. 877-420-8255. White Claw Hard Seltzer. It is made pure. So you've got the phone lines now. We'll open up the text machine here in a minute and get your thoughts. A lot we can get into, the Thundering Herd making its way to Denton, Texas to take on North Texas. That's coming up tomorrow. And just as a reminder, we've got so much tomorrow. 93.7 The Dog will have our usual pregame. We go on the air three hours before kick. So we'll go on the air on The Dog, 4 o'clock. And then I'm going to go maybe eight feet from studio to studio. I'm going to come in here, and we're going to have the show at five. So we'll have the pregame at four, show at five, and we'll then flip over, listen to Marshall take on North Texas on 93.7 The Dog, or you can keep it locked right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930 because we'll have Huntington High football for you. So much to keep up with. It's going to be fun the next couple of days. But we'll get your texts in. We'll get your phone calls in. We will do all of that when we continue. Your drive's just starting right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank, the local bank that's here for every step of your life's journey. Member FDIC. The phone line's open for you. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Of course, we get that text line for you now. It's fired up, it's ready to go. 304-523-2275 to be a part of today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Yesterday when we were at the Union Pub and Grill, we were talking a little bit more about conference realignment, possibilities of maybe a couple of conferences getting together, sort of figuring out what a, a restructuring would look like here between maybe the American Conference USA, Sunbelt, and the Conference USA teams maybe could maybe do a swap. I think that's going to happen. It's just going to be at the expense of Conference USA. And we all know that the American wants to be the best G5 team. It wants to be the P6. It does not believe in the group of five. It believes it's P6. It's the mentality that it's the best of the rest, and it's good enough to be included with the autonomy schools, the autonomy conferences. And so I'm pretty sure... We're not going to get maybe an official response. If we do, it's going to be well-measured, but thanks but no thanks from the American in regards to Conference USA's request to sit down talk about this. And for Conference USA's part, I think it's an interesting idea. I don't think it's practical from a standpoint of what the leagues are wanting to do, but at the same time, I will again give Judy McLeod credit. She did something. We've been sitting for weeks wondering when will Conference USA have a response to any of this. Now, I know this restructuring has kind of died down a little bit because the American was probably going to try to move on the Mountain West teams that it was looking at. That didn't happen. The Mountain West is holding pretty firm right now because the Mountain West is in a good spot. Wouldn't you think? The Mountain West could probably claim it's better than the American, if not sooner you don't have to have those teams defect right now. I mean, right now the American's pretty solid. But you're losing Cincinnati, and Cincinnati's having a monster year. I mean, think about it. Cincinnati is showing why it probably belongs in the Big 12. It's making a statement. It's making its case. And we might see Cincinnati work its way into the playoffs. Wouldn't that be amazing? Of course, that would give the Americans some room here to say, look how strong we are as a conference. And that would give Cincinnati maybe a little bit more room to say, hey, look, look how good we are. You know, we need to move. We need to take advantage of this. So we come back to the original thought here is, you know, what do you think? What's Conference USA going to do here? And I like the idea of maybe trying to refocus and restructure from a geographical standpoint. I don't know if I would if I was Conference USA, maybe I would come up with something a little bit more radical in-house. Could you see Conference USA splitting and have two separate conferences form from the bones of Conference USA? And, of course, I know there's a lot of a back end on that that you'd have to work out as far as, well, will there be exit fees? Will there be... 
loss of credits from the NCAA. How would that work? Would you have to grab a few more teams? Could you go and get a few independents maybe to, to jump in on this? And that's another thing. You know, would you look – if you're the west side of this, will you look at some independents and go maybe, just maybe, we put together just enough and we can do something just with western teams. Because right now you got Army sitting out there. I just don't know if Army's going to jump in. If anything, maybe Army would have jumped in the American. I would like to see an Army-Navy conference game. It's going to be played every year. Liberty sitting right there. New Mexico State. UConn, I don't think, is – I wouldn't pick them up. I wouldn't even approach them. This is football move. I'm not picking up UConn. UMass, no. So that sits there on the schedule. That sits there. And you just look in and go, oh, hey, UMass. No. You try to figure out what's going to make your conference better. So I'm thinking Army, Liberty. I'm telling you, Liberty. You go after Liberty. This is their schedule right now. You look at Liberty playing Troy, Old Dominion, Syracuse, UAB, Middle Tennessee, Louisiana Monroe, North Texas, UMass, Ole Miss, Louisiana Lafayette, and Army. They're already a member of the Sun Belt and Conference USA just by their schedule here. You put them in a conference, and you could clean that up real quick. They opened up against Campbell. You put them in Conference USA. You take them because you're going to lose UAB. UAB is going eventually. It's going to happen sooner than later. You're going to lose UAB. The question is, will you lose UAB, and will you lose say UTSA I don't know if North Texas would be included in that because if if you're looking at trying to cherry pick some of these teams do you go after a couple of schools like that UTSA, UTEP take them you look at the Sun Belt and you think okay maybe the American goes after Appalachian State If you're going to cherry-pick the Sun Belt and you're the American, let's just say the, the Sun Belt is ripe for picking. Do you take Appalachian State and do you go after maybe Coastal Carolina? Do you take one of those two? Depending on what you're trying to build. But I still think UAB is out. Just where will UAB go? And if you're the Sun Belt, are you looking at maybe, okay, what's available in Conference USA that makes sense? Well, I'm still saying Marshall Sun Belt. Do you want to see Marshall in the Sun Belt more so than the American? That's our twink. That's going to be our tech question right now. You can do that real easy. 304-523-2275. 304-523-2275. Tell me. Possibilities. Sort of reshuffling of the leagues. Not probably going to happen, but throw it in there. All right, let's push for the Sun Belt. Make that push now. Start saying Sun Belt. Outside shot at the American. Try to 
fortify Conference USA. And where do you go? Where do you go to fortify Conference USA? Liberty. First pick. If this was a draft, I would draft Liberty first of available teams that need a home. Second, I'd probably... I'm seriously considering James Madison. I know that's been thrown out there. and I'm considering that. I'm looking at that, thinking, that's not a bad idea. To elevate a team like James Madison, that's not a bad idea. You could probably... You could probably make some noise with that a little bit. I'm not saying this is going to catapult Conference USA up to the best of the rest status, but it's a start, a foundation. What's the ultimate end goal here? To make the athletic competition as competitive as possible and affordable, beneficial for the student-athlete, or you're chasing television dollars that may or may not come. And television dollars not necessarily going to come your way because all the major conferences have got the big dollars. That's why you're seeing games tonight. You're seeing games tonight because, well, where do you play? You play on a Tuesday. You play on a Thursday if you're the Sun Belt the MAC, sometimes the American, you play on these days. The TV exposure is better, right? If you're looking for a college football game, here it is. Not necessarily if you're a football fan are you watching the NFL game tonight. If you're an NFL fan, you're watching that game. You can be both. You can be an NFL fan. You can be a college football fan. But if you are an NFL fan, you're watching Tom Brady tonight. If you are a college fan, you're probably checking out those games. And love him. Doc Holliday, love these kind of games. And you can at me on this one. You can at me, bro, because Doc would say, look, only game on right now. We're the one everyone's watching. A lot of these places, Friday nights, all the schools uh, that travel and go into hotel rooms and lock down on a Friday night, including a marshal, what are they doing? Sitting there watching the game on Friday night. He loved that. Now, I don't know if that's where Marshall needs to be, but he loved it. So you can, you can at me on that, at Paul Swan on Twitter. That's... You had permission for the once to at me, bro. I don't know. I kind of like the idea. I mean, sure. You know, do I want to see Marshall play on a Tuesday night? Maybe. Maybe not. Thursday? I'm good with that. I'm good with a Thursday night herd game. I'm, I'm good with that completely. Wednesday night game? Not so much. Maybe. Do some action here. Conference USA has got to do something. And, of course, with the nature of... Future television packages, it's going to be over the top. It's not going to be necessarily uh, linear channels. It's going to be on demand. It's going to be ESPN+. Plus. It's going to be whatever service. Of course, you want to be on ESPN. Let me tell you, you want to be on ESPN. Whatever the package is, 
you want to be on the network that gets the most exposure because that's where you're going to be seen. That's where you're going to be heard. And so you have to take a game like that. But we don't even know if Conference USA is going to be around in current configuration because we just don't know what the Americans are going to do. I think the Americans probably going to make their first move. Unless Conference USA does something crazy, it's going to be the league that's picked over because the Mac's not adding. I don't know. Would, would the Mountain West start and cherry pick a couple of teams and go, look, we got to fix this thing here and, and beef up. So there's UTSA. Would UTSA be sitting right there? Would you take them? If you're UAB, it's, it's right now, it's, it's your market. You're the darling. You're the hot school. You're the one that has the most potential, right? Brand new stadium, resurgence. Been near or on top of Conference USA for a few seasons now. Looks like that's going to be something that will or most likely will continue. And you got UTSA as well, ascending. Did you think a few years ago the Roadrunners would be that team? You probably didn't. Sure, a lot of potential there. UT San Antonio, great location. Look like they're invested in football, and it's paid off for them. So you look at that and you go, okay, that's a school that can ride on its potential and ascend to a better conference. All right, we're going to get your text in. Let's do that. You can also join the program by phone. How do you do that? Well, it's real simple. You can text at 304-523-2275. You can also join us by phone. The White Claw phone line open at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. we got more coming up. It's The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. As we mentioned, the text line is open for you. You can join us. It's real simple. All you have to do is open up your phone, text, and punch in these numbers, 304-523-2275. And you can be like our next texter. He writes, I feel like the AAC isn't interested in the herd and there are no good rivalries there while the Sun Belt has rivals that fans can travel to. And that's uh, what the uh, texter writes in. That's a good point. I think that gets overlooked sometimes because the AAC is looking to put together the best collection it thinks is possible and put together a collection that's going to be attractive for television revenue. It's trying to put together the best package possible. I mean, after it accused the, um, well, it went on the offensive, and then, you know, all of a sudden it's, uh, it's being picked apart here. It destroyed Conference USA years ago. And so now it might be on the verge of the same. But you look at the American. Okay. Cincinnati, UCF, Houston. Scratch them out. Marshall, SMU. How do you feel about that? Marshall, SMU. I mean, other than the fact that SMU reminds me of Huntington High with the logo, I'm going to pass on that. Marshall, East Carolina, how do you feel about that? I like that one. That's one I like. 
I have always liked Marshall, East Carolina. It makes a lot of sense, a lot of history there between the two schools. Linked together forever. The fan bases like to play, respect each other, get after each other when the football is being played. But after that, yeah, it's a good time had by all the fan bases, respect and, and like each other. And I like that. I like that. You can get after each other and then, you know, you have that history, that shared history. And it's a sad shared history, but it's also a joyous shared history because, you know, look where Marshall's at now. So, yes, I thumbed that one up. All right. Marshall Temple. What's that doing for you? Marshall football playing Temple. No, that's not doing it for me at all. I don't know. Maybe for you, not for me. I'm going to pass on that. So, I'm passing on, so far, every team except East Carolina. We go down the list here. Marshall Tulsa. I mean, that's not that's not a terrible matchup. That's not a terrible – I mean, Tulsa, that's a that's okay. I'm, I like Tulsa. Do I want to see the herd play Tulsa? Sure, maybe a one-off now and then. Tulsa and the herd as conference members. Are you feeling that? Probably not. So let's move on. So far, East Carolina is the winner, the only one getting the thumbs up here. Then you got Marshall Navy. I like it. Marshall Navy, it's easy to get to, right? I mean, you can play Navy. Have a good time there. I'll thumb that one up. Okay, so right now, that that one it's not it's not that exciting in the grand scheme of things on a yearly basis, but to go to Navy is pretty cool. Marshall, South Florida. Okay, it's Florida. You like the Florida trip. Okay. I could be on board with this. You still get that Florida. You got two Florida trips here, possibly. They alternate. But you've got those trips there. You would have maybe... A Florida trip every other year. Okay. I'll thumb up South Florida. Memphis is gone eventually, but I like that. Marshall, Memphis. I like it for other reasons. Basketball more so. But Marshall, Memphis is okay, but I'm not even going to count Memphis because I think Memphis is eventually out. Then you have Marshall, Tulane. How's that feel for you? Does that excite you? Marshall Tulane. Is that big-time television? No, that's not big-time television. It's, it's okay. Now, this isn't a criticism of the, the caliber of the athletic departments. It's not, or the, the programs. It's just, where's the interest there? And I'm going to say no. There's no interest whatsoever in that particular matchup. Not for me, anyway. All right. We'll just do this exercise with the Sun Belt. I'll start with the East Division. Coastal Carolina. All right, I'm a little biased here because that was always my go-to score during basketball. So I just, for some reason, became a Coastal Carolina fan. Now Coastal Carolina is in Conference USA for soccer. Can't be rooting for them. That's okay. Coastal Carolina, I like what the program's doing. I would get down for that. I'm all right. I like that. I want Marshall Coastal Carolina. I'm all in on that. 
All right, Marshall Appalachian State. You know how I feel. Longtime Southern Conference rival. Always exciting to play in Boone. Gala, Appalachian State is Appalachian State would be the better version of Middle. For some reason, you just can't seem to win in Boone the way you can't seem to win in Murfreesboro. But Appalachian State, Marshall, I'm here for that. So, all right, two thumbs up here for me. Marshall Troy, I could grow to like this. I could grow to like this. There's a slight history between Marshall and Troy. I think it could turn into something. So I'm going to say yes to that. I like that. Marshall, Georgia State. I could love that. I could love Marshall, Georgia State. I like it. It's not the reason why I want to be in the Sun Belt with Marshall, but I I can learn to like it and love it. I think I could I could get on board with Georgia State. I could get on board with Georgia State more than I could get on board with Temple. And then there's Marshall Georgia Southern. Okay. Marshall Georgia Southern. Good rivalry back in the Southern Conference days. The two programs headed off well. If you remember the Southern Conference days, you know what I'm talking about. If you don't, trust me, it's a good thing. And that's just the East Division. The West Division, Louisiana Lafayette, okay, I can be cool with them. Texas State, Louisiana Monroe, South Alabama, Arkansas State, okay. I don't have to love every matchup, but I don't dislike them either. All right. Texter writes, regarding the AAC, does the Huntington area look attractive enough regarding facilities, attractions, and hotels? That's a good question. I'm going to say on the surface, maybe not. As a resident and native of Huntington, maybe I have a little bit more critical eye of my hometown than some who are in public office right now. For example, if I had Steve Williams, Huntington mayor in here, uh, he would completely take up 20 minutes telling me how this is amazing, uh, this area is. And he would have some valid points, I'm sure. Uh, Hotel situations improved. Facility-wise, I think Marshall needs work on football, and with success, you know, begets success becomes you know more doable with donors and money and revenue. So football needs some work for sure. Basketball definitely needs some work facility-wise. Softball, good facility. You can always expand and improve. Soccer, great facility. Need to probably expand and improve to keep that program where it's at right now. Baseball is atrocious. It doesn't exist. You look at facilities. I think the Henderson Center definitely needs uh, love and care before a new facility can be built. Football definitely always needs something. It's, uh, it's showing its age. The Joan is showing its age in some regards. You can always improve. Football, that's a sport where you can always improve in college athletics. But facility-wise, there's always room for growth. I think that's fair. But you have... Eventually, baseball getting a facility, you hope. Softball is good. 
Soccer is great. Football is good. Could be better. Basketball, Henderson Center needs some love. I'm not going to lie. It needs some love and, and then some. If you're not going to build a new arena, it needs some love. You slap up a scoreboard and it looks prettier, but at the end of the day, you need some, you need some work in there. And, and that's on the surface. The student-athletes are being taken care of better. The locker rooms are, a be- are better. You know, there, are, there are, are positives to that from the facility standpoint. At the same time, does Huntington offer enough amenities? And, and I would say maybe it could be better. And there will be others, and rightfully so, will say, hey, look, look at what we're doing. We have you know, a vibrant downtown, and it's just not for me. Sure, I, I can get a lot of craft beer and a lot of food choices downtown Huntington. Does that do it for some? Yes and no. You know, is that enough? I mean, is a vibrant downtown the way you know, it's laid out right now? Does that do it? Hotels, hotels are big big one you gotta have you gotta you never have enough hotels so we could have this debate we could probably outline it where Huntington truthfully ranks in that discussion I would say in some regard it's good some regard it's not and I'm sure that there will be others who will say look this is what we have and this is what we need to work on and it might be completely different than what my perception is so that's a good one. We'll hold on to that one because I really want to come back and revisit that. All right, Texter. All right, this is my guy Holmes. What's up, Holmes? Hey, Paul, I think I have to agree with you. We need to pound and ground the run game tomorrow night. I'm thinking Ali is good for three touchdowns. I'm wondering who is going to step up and stand out in the game. I'm thinking Gaines is going to come out and play. You know, historically, we don't play our best games. We're giving up 11 points. Can we cover? Go ahead and call it. Should your listeners go get some skin in the game? All right, right now, unless the odds have changed. And again, Marshall's not exactly killing it by covering the spread. Let's be fair right now. Last I checked, Marshall's minus 11. So Herd's minus 11 against North Texas. I've even seen a couple of predictions already picking North Texas over the Herd. This one's all over the place. Over under is 65. Last time I told you to take the over. This time, take the under. Minus 11. Let's put it to you this way. Texas is a tough place. Marshall's going to have a fight. Uh, if North Texas, this might be a low-scoring game if North Texas runs and runs because they got a, a running back, DeAndre Torrey. 115 attempts for 601 yards. He's got four touchdowns. He's averaging 5.2 a carry. And you got to give him the ball if you're North Texas. Same time, Rasheen Ali has got to get the ball. 103 attempts so far, 560 yards, 11 touchdowns. Didn't get a touchdown. Didn't get a rushing touchdown last. You want to make sure that he gets touches. He's averaging almost five and a half carry, uh, yards a carry. You want to get touches there. But this is what North Texas does. They rush. 
they rush, they rush, they rush. You want to make sure that you control that. Here's how they break down. Marshall scoring more, of course, than North Texas. But North Texas, over the last couple of games, North Texas is outscoring their opponents 38-17 in the second half. That was a nice little note bullet point there. For the year, North Texas is outscoring its opponents in the second half 70-55. to Where's Marshall's struggle at times? That fourth quarter. The second half against Missouri last week, again, nice little talking points from the notes. North Texas had 232 more yards of offense than Missouri, 379 to 147. North Texas averaged 8.6 yards per second half play, punted just once in the second half, and had just one penalty in the second half. Again, compliments to the note people from North Texas for that little jewel. They are going to give Marshall some problems. This is not going to be a Marshall's going to roll in and win this game easily. It's going to be a fight, I think. But North Texas, their rushing offense, 35th best in the country. That's pretty good. Rushing defense, 112th best. So run the ball. Marshall's 119th in rushing defense. They're going to run against Marshall. Marshall's going to run against them. It hopefully should be a quick game. Not that many passes, right? Uh, They're a pretty good team when it comes to pounding that ball. And so Marshall's got to do the same and see if Marshall can, you know, maybe match. That's going to be the big challenge. All right, we've got to hit the break. When we continue, we'll get more of your text in. You can do that by hitting 304-523-2275, 304-523-2275. Final segment coming up, it's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I learned long ago, if you've got the right tools and a little know-how, you can do it yourself. And no wall of mine's going to get some dime a dozen paint. Pittsburgh Paints and Stains. Premium performance from its smooth application to that tough, washable one-coat finish. It exceeds expectations of what makes great paint. Pittsburgh Paints and Stains. Available exclusively at Menards. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. We're wrapping up today's edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. I'll tell you what, I've got an idea I'm going to see if I can make happen next week. As far as how does Huntington rank as far as amenities? Could Huntington be deemed good enough for AAC when it comes to attractions, hotels, Facilities is going to come from Marshall. Facilities, that question, we can. I think we can answer that question. To be fair, football needs love. Basketball needs love. Softball always could use more. Good facility there. You can recruit to it. The indoor, great facility. Soccer complex, great facility. Tennis needs facilities. Baseball needs facilities. There are some needs. And depending on what you're looking at, what you're trying to get out of the American, if you're looking 
as far as, and I'm, I'm, I'm kind of curious what sports they sponsor. I don't know off the top of my head if it's, it's, if it's that much different than what Conference USA offers. But at the same time, I mean, you look at soccer. Conference USA is a fantastic soccer league. Right? Fantastic. Coastal Carolina came into Conference USA. West Virginia's leaving the MAC, which is a good conference for soccer, and joining Conference USA. Because it's a good league. And, of course, the Big 12 doesn't offer men's soccer. That's uh, another reason why. You know, it makes more sense for West Virginia to jump in a league, which probably would be better for it because you're not going to have a situation like you had earlier where West Virginia, I thought, got hosed. Chance to compete for a national championship. That, that team got hosed by the MAC in part. All right, a real quick look here. Uh, American sponsors, the usual suspects. So baseball, basketball, cross-country football, golf, women's lacrosse, women's rowing, men's and women's soccer, softball, swimming and diving, men's tennis, women's tennis, indoor track and field, outdoor track and field, women's volleyball. So comparable right here. I mean, could you imagine a Marshall lacrosse team? I might be able to be convinced to, to get behind that. I'm here for that, actually. Uh, women's rowing? Okay, look, we have, we have the beautiful Ohio River here. We could make that happen. Uh, I always felt that outdoor track and field needs to be something that Marshall needs to look into as far as making that happen again. That definitely would be, I think, an upgrade to the athletic department if that could happen. Swimming and diving. Yeah, and let me not neglect swimming and diving. Again, a lot of these programs are doing well academically. Facilities could be always better. You know, the Henderson Center is not state-of-the-art like it once was. Needs some help, needs some uh, love. And that would help volleyball as well. I mean, throw that in. I mean, basketball's facility is volleyball's facility for the most part. You had a better facility, and could you recruit to it? Sure. And if you're going to play at that level, you should have you should have facilities that are worthy of the level you're playing. And with that said, that's going to do it for this edition. Let me check real quick, see if there's any last-second texts that came in. Uh, no, we're good. All right, we're all clear. We got through all the text. We'll do it again tomorrow. Don't forget, pregame on 93.7 The Dog at 4, The Drive at 5, right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.